Do you want to make a change in your health and wellness and create a transformation? Remember, wellness is an inner job. Listen to the podcast from Outer Wellness to Inner Wellness with Dr. Nas Parsian and let's make the change happen. Do you have kids? Do you have teenagers around the house? Or are you a teenager? Are you someone around 15 to 25 year old or maybe a little bit younger or older and you are challenging with the sense of confidence? Or are you parents who are challenging with the sense of confidence in your kids and in your teenagers? If that is you, then this episode is for you because we have an expert guest today who is working specifically on teenagers and youth's confidence. And she's using some specific strategies to boost confidence in a sustainable and productive way. So if this is something that is resonating with you, then be with me and I hope you enjoy this episode. My wellness seekers, how are you going these days? We are ha- we are already in March 2022. I can't believe it. And today, actually, I'm going to get back to one of my really, really favorite groups that I have worked with for so many years. Uh, people who possibly know me, they know that I used to be a pediatric nurse and I've done some research in um teenagers youth young adults and i still do have some activities with youth mental health so today we have actually a special guest who is um quite specialized in and certified in this area jasmine is a certified family coach and a qualified teacher with 70 years international work experience in diverse you know background she helps teens and young adults build their self-confidence to find their voice she's developed an interactive 12-week program and gives these workshops in schools and universities Jasmine's mission is to create a safe space for teens and young adults to connect, share, and express through kindness, creativity, and humor. And definitely, definitely our world needs more confidence, more empowerment, and more voice from this very special group of people. Welcome to the show, Jasmine. Thank you so much for having me, Naz. It's lovely to be here. Uh, thank you. Thank you. I, I don't know, actually, how come we have uh, bumped to each other. You know, <laughs> I don't know. I think that was from Facebook, you know. Uh, anyway, that's you a good know. point of that's a good point of social media <laughs> that, you know, we can connect across the world. And yeah, and actually, I love the area that you are wo- working because uh, this is kind of, I think this group is kind of missing group in some healthcare systems, to be honest, because especially mental health is kind of, you know, 
missing part in our healthcare system for this particular group, um, which is super important. That's why I'm very excited to talk to you about what you do. And I hope that, you know, our audience from this particular group, you know, teenagers and uh, young adults listening to this podcast and definitely uh, they will get some benefit out of it. So let's just start with a very, uh, this is actually my tradition. Usually I'm starting with my um, guests um, with a question about what brought you to this area? Um, so I was teaching for like 17 years and and then I think I, I was in Dubai and I just started to sort of, I felt settled there. I think it was the first time because I'd lived in quite a few countries. And when I got to Dubai, I kind of felt like I was going to be there for a, a much longer time. So I think I relaxed a bit. And then I just, I think it gave me time to like look back and reflect on like all the countries and places that I'd worked in previously. And as I started looking back, I was just like, wow, you know, 17 years. 11 countries and I kind of felt tired I think it's because I stopped so I just thought you know what the next moving forward I don't want to keep moving around so much I mean it was amazing and you know I learned many things and I had you know fantastic experiences and challenging ones but I just thought you know moving forward I don't want this anymore and so then I started thinking what well, what can I do then because you know I've been teaching for so long and that's all I kind of knew. So I kind of put it out there, you know, yeah. what can I do? And I kept meeting coaches, co-active coaches. I met about five in the space of a few weeks. So I started thinking maybe I can have a look at this mm-hmm. to be coached myself and then decide uh-huh. what I want to do. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did. I did one of the courses, which was really challenging for me. Because, you know, you really have to like face so many things that you haven't, like you buried for so long, um, emotions and things. So I did that. And then I was like, wow, I need to do the next one. Because even though it was so hard, I knew it was the way for me to find out what I needed to do with my life. Yeah. So I, I, I finished all of the courses. And at the end, that's when I realized this has been amazing because I started seeing things differently. Mm-hmm. I just felt so much more aware and conscious of what I was thinking and my habits and things and I just thought wow I, I want to be able to help others do the same so I want to become a coach basically so then I got certified and I was coaching adults I was still teaching a little bit as well and then I just suddenly thought you know what if I'd have known these tools and techniques when I was a teenager my life probably could have been a lot easier because mm-hmm. they were just such simple things we were learning mm-hmm. um and but really powerful so I thought and because I've been teaching teenagers for so long as well, which I absolutely love doing, you know, I noticed in the classroom when they didn't have confidence and things like that. Um, so when the mindset was like stopping them from getting the grades that they could and being happy and everything like that. So I just thought I'm going to coach teenagers. So that's how that started. <laughs> so I started coaching teenagers. Mm-hmm. So do you have any, because uh, you have been a teacher for 17 years, yes? Yes. So do you have any stories from uh, young people, but which, uh, you know, which, which group, which age group, uh, basically, you were well, working? I was working, so I was, I started off teaching adults English language. That's mm-hmm. how I started when I was in Turkey. Then I started 
teaching I can't remember what I started what came next I think it was teen young adults then it was teenagers then primary yeah at at one point I was actually teaching I actually had a primary class a teenager class Mm -hmm. and an Mm -hmm. adult class so I was teaching everybody to be honest yeah yeah but you know yeah my question is do you have any you know stories do you have any um kind of you know powerful story that uh gave you the message of okay confidence is an issue or you know the lack of self-worth or um disempowerment something like that these are the things that youth and young adults need to work on them was there Um, any stories you know related to in your experience that's a good question I mean I can't remember like one specific story but I know that when I was teaching but with adults as well it was Mm -hmm. everybody you know there was always a few students in the class who had the ability to complete everything but didn't believe that they could Mm -hmm. um and I just remember thinking they can do it but something's stopping them and 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 you just knew that it wouldn't take much to like change their mindsets you know to Mm -hmm. a different mindset so there were lots of instances like that um you know and I think the biggest thing that I noticed were and even now when I'm coaching I realize it's a big issue as well is when the students um you know they don't understand but they don't voice that so they don't put their hand up and say you know can you explain it a different way or I don't understand or can you help Mm -hmm. that's like the biggest issue that I noticed when I was teaching and Mm -hmm. that I notice now I'm coaching as well Mm -hmm. because they're too scared to put their hand up because they think they're going to look silly and people are going to laugh at them Mm -hmm. and then because of that they don't understand the lesson and then they you know maybe have a test or something and then they don't do well in the test and then that knocks their confidence back even more and maybe they get into trouble Mm -hmm. um maybe they get distracted because you know they don't want to appear that they're working because they know they don't really understand it so they don't want to look stupid again and so I have noticed that that's been like consistent throughout Mm -hmm. not being able to ask for help and Mm -hmm. um and do you yeah. think that it does it do you think it does you know in long term it does impact their health as well mental health as well it could do i think because you know that's how it kind of that's how it could start you know so yeah. you don't ask for help and then you consistently get the grades that you know low grades and maybe your parents are unhappy with you uh, your mm-hmm. teachers unhappy with you Mm-hmm. you're unhappy with you and you don't really know what to do so you start feeling bad about yourself and then maybe you start saying oh you know I'm stupid I can't do this so all the negative self-talk yeah gets more and more and more yeah and then you don't want to look at yourself in the mirror because you you feel ashamed and then when you start feeling ashamed yeah and then maybe you don't tell anybody because you don't want anybody to know how you're feeling so you disconnect from people so then you yeah. become alone and you yeah. know and if that can if you can do that stay in that state of mind for a long time and what you know yeah once the child for example or you know the young adult who you know was less you know confident to raise you know a hand to answer the questions or other things um did, did they uh, get lower grades yes 
Yeah, when they weren't oh, asking. Right. And I yeah. would help them. Like when I was teaching, I would go over because I knew, like in like I knew the ones that probably didn't really understand and I knew that they could. So I did actually give them help. But mm. you know, if you've got 30 students in a class, you just you know you do have to think on your feet sometimes and you just there's not time actually so if the, if the student's not saying I don't understand maybe you'd miss it you know um, yeah. like for other teachers as well and and I think um yeah there's just not time yeah and I think you know yeah and I think it's not only about you know the grades or you know their educational progress uh, it it may affect all aspects of health. So high bath, for example, you know, does it affect because um, relationship and socializing is a, the very important aspect of youth's lives, you know? Yeah. Uh, because it's it's super, super important. That's actually the very transitional period to go to the, you know, real adulthood and- yeah just speaking, you know, the sexual life, relationships, family life, marriage, a lot of other things. So what do you think about that part? You know, what do you think about the lack of confidence and so forth um, impacting, you know, the, these parts of their life, relationships? I think, and, you know, yeah. I guess every situation is so different and unique, but I think, like I was saying, I think, you know, if you're feeling like that, maybe you don't want to go out you know you feel like you don't want to socialize you just want to be on your own um and then maybe you can get used to just being on your own and you know, maybe staying up at, like a lot of parents who I've coached their children they say you know they're just in their room on their own and they don't want to come down oh okay um, yeah that's yeah, a good so point actually my next question was about their parents <laughs> yeah. yeah they isolate they start isolating yeah. themselves because um, I guess they don't want other people to see how they're feeling, maybe. There's probably different reasons, but I think, and that's when it can get quite, you know, serious once they start isolating themselves, because then yeah. you don't want to go out. Yeah, I've probably, we've all been through it. When you start not doing things, you it's more of an effort to start doing things, isn't it? And yeah. I feel that as well with, you know, everything else that's going on. Yes. That's right. And how about, you know, their connection, their communication with their parents and the family? Well, I think it's, I guess it's different. Sometimes they yeah, they just don't. They're just in their room and they don't want to talk about it. Or maybe they start lying about things. Um, or I guess it could be lots of different things. But the most common one that I've had is they just, there's no talking. Yeah. And the parents maybe try to talk, but the child will just but they are not communicating yeah they yeah. don't want to talk yeah so what what what, what do you think yeah what do you think could be you know from uh your experience and what you've done you know for 70 years with young people as as a certified family coach what what do you think could be the most root causes for the lack of confidence for example or you know uh, disempowerment in youth um, that's a very good question. <laughs> what, so how would it all start? Well, I mean, so many things it could be. It could be maybe the parents are not confident. Mm -hmm. the parents are not self-confident as well. You know, maybe the parents are saying, you can do this, you can do this to their child. And, but, and they actually, they are modeling from parents who are exactly. not confident. Yeah, absolutely. That, that could be. So they yeah. could not be confident with themselves and, you know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Maybe it could be that or um 
it could be what else could it be um maybe maybe, something... maybe even from last generation sometimes yeah yeah sometimes it could be, yeah said something to them once oh you you're stupid or you look terrible just one comment and then that's yeah. just played with them forever yeah thing to do to make the lasting change because confidence is something um my point is confidence it's something that needs a long term work exactly. it's, it's, yeah. it's not it's not something that can change you know in like that uh, well or, yeah it depends i've seen it change quite quickly mm. with really teenagers. really yeah. oh okay yeah. T tell us about it um i mean everyone's different and you know, there's different levels of confidence as well mm. yeah and I, and I do think you're right in the fact that i think it's an ongoing journey for the rest of your lives working on yourself and your self-confidence and things like that you know it's layers isn't it different levels of awareness but i but i've coached teenagers before and i don't know if it was just because they were ready and and adults actually so I think it's not actually about the age it's like where they are in their level of consciousness and you know I've worked with especially on a one-to-one -one basis so you know it's just about them mm -hmm. um and you know we've done different exercises um you know visualizations um different kinds of activities and and you see lots of embodiment and you mm -hmm. see the shift when they realize in a couple of sessions yeah that's amazing six, that's six. amazing okay six yeah, 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 yeah yeah when they realize it's the words that they're saying to themselves yeah so when they start realizing that and then they think actually i'm not going to say that and they change those words and yeah. and then you see how they just flourish after that and it's just like wow and you know and i think and I guess, you know, the younger you sort of realize all of that, mm -hmm. I just yeah. think that's What specific tools you use? Yeah, what specific tools you use? Because the co-active model, so... Okay, you know, tell, tell us about it. It's, um, you've got three principles. Process, which is all mm -hmm. about acknowledging and accepting and processing your emotions. Okay, yeah. And, and what information's coming from them. So mm -hmm. that's like very powerful, but that's I do find that one quite challenging with um well it depends actually sometimes yeah it depends on the person but with teenagers sometimes you know especially, especially um, when they you know when we when we talk about emotions is a bit challenging yeah I think so yeah. um and then you have balance which is another principle and that's all about um the power of perspective you know and you know so getting them to realize what perspective they have on that topic mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. and also showing them by embodiment and realization about however how many more perspectives can they have about that topic yeah yeah, yeah. of course there's many there's millions yeah, absolutely yes yes so the power of choice so then they can choose yeah. be conscious as long as it's conscious choice yeah uh, and then, and then you have, so that's quite powerful. And then you have fulfillment, which is the next principle. And that's yeah. all about envisioning. Um, so visualizing maybe the, the future. future. Yeah. What do they want? Mm -hmm. um, what does their future self tell them? Yeah. Very intuitive. Um, yeah. So there's different activities and you can do, you can tap into all three principles in one session, you know, mm -hmm. 
one activity could depending be one on de depending on the readiness yeah exactly it could be one minute can be 10 minutes could be an hour yeah you know and, and what, I just, what would you do for emotional processing well no the process like what the, the first one i was telling you about the first principle that's all about um you know acknowledging the emotions you know describing the emotions you know the color the texture mm -hmm. metaphor Uh, mm -hmm. the message you mm -hmm. know where is it in the body mm -hmm. maybe there's a visualization there as well um it's very intuitive um yeah. and it's really getting them to connect with their bodies actually yeah because you know the body knows <laughs> the body knows um so it's all about that really and i just think and we do lots of drawing it's, it depends you know if they want to write things they can if they want to draw things they can if they want to voice it they can it's just up to them really and yeah and there's lots of other things but yeah it all depends but I think after about six sessions depending on where they are normally after six sessions yeah that they're off and they're ready to go especially when you um when you encourage them to connect to their body because you know when when you realize you know the sensation in your body as yes. a result of each single emotion Oh, wow. the, the awareness is the wow, <laughs> yeah. yeah, because yeah. they can they can straight away realize, oh, as a result of anger, yes, I get that message from my body, and then when I change it, the message, the, the sensation is totally different, yeah, so yeah. this is actually amazing work, and I know that, and uh, tell us about your program, uh, So is it, is it just that this six week one on one or do you have any other are you working group uh, with groups I've the, or I've got the one to one sessions which I just do one to one okay and then I've got my program yeah which is a 12 week program mm -hmm. of so there's 12 workshops and each workshop teaches different tools and techniques mm -hmm. um, for young adults and teenagers to gain confidence. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know sometimes I've been given those workshops to schools but sometimes I give one sometimes two or it can be the whole program as well and I do have and that program is actually I've developed it in a way where parents can be part of it as well depending mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I really do think it's important to support the parents as well yeah because you 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 had in your bio that you're doing for schools and universities. So uh, that's why I assume you have work group workshops or group. Yes, the groups. They well. are. You are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Which is which is definitely good, you know. And I'm sure that both, you know, and they are actually in very different, you know. Uh, what 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 do you think is the main difference um, when you do teach or coach uh, in group workshops for people in university, young adults in university and youth in school. Uh, what's the main difference between these like two that, groups? Oh, you mean between schools and universities? Yes, yes. Oh, uh, what's the difference? Well, I mean, if Because it's- They are very different, yeah? I think, yeah. I mean, obviously the later years in the schools mm -hmm. is quite to universities because they're similar ages but yeah like primary for example yeah that's, that's very different so you know of course what I say what I do with primary is different to what I do with teenagers primary it's more um it's less information and less yeah yeah you know, that's what's my like, yeah 
Mm-hmm. Yes, a bit lighter. But at the end of it all, with the coaching, you know, they are leading it. I'm I'm facilitating, but yeah. they are I'm reacting to what they're saying, you know. So um, which group take which group takes more responsibility to um to self-handle the issue? Primary, definitely. Really? They get so excited because oh. we do like vision boards <laughs> with primary. Oh, okay. Would, I mean, I've done it, been doing it mainly online, obviously, mm-hmm. since COVID and stuff, but they get so excited and you've just got to sort of That's interesting. You know, speak <laughs> at the same time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, just one at a time, you know, but they're just so excited. Um, where I guess as they, you know, 13, 14, they're a bit more reserved, maybe. Because they are a little bit more reluctant, yeah, because of the age, trans- yeah. transitional stage, yeah. yeah. A bit more self-conscious. It's a little bit, yeah. And then as they, 17, 18, they've got a lot to say. And then I think in, at university, they've really got a lot to say. Yeah, yeah. So you, young adults, uh, actually, let's just ask another question. So what do you, what age range you... Well, identify for youth and young adults because I've done actually a research project on young in young adults and I identified age between eighteen to thirty. So oh. what what do you what do you identify for age? I'd age? say fourteen to twenty four. That's that youth age. Fourteen to yeah twenty four. That's yeah. like the youth, but but then I do um, sometimes. Um, give workshops to primary as well mm-hmm. and adults but the main one is the youth 14 mm-hmm. and yes. yeah yeah and uh what is your message you know if if you imagine that a lot of young adults and youths right now listening to our podcast and listening to you as a specialized person who worked with this group for so many years, uh, what is your message to them? Simple, be kind to yourself. And when you wake up in the morning, when you look in the mirror, what do you say to yourself? That's that's very powerful. Yeah. The very yeah. first, the very first moment, you know, in the morning, what what would you say to yourself? Yeah. Or when and you that, look in the mirror. Not always yeah. just when they wake up, but when they actually go to the mirror. Because mm-hmm. I think sometimes you could wake up and you might say something else, but it's when you're in the mirror, face to face with yourself. Yeah. And perhaps, you know, don't look at your phone straight away when you wake up in the morning. <laughs> just communicate with yourself first, yeah? <laughs> A lot of, you know, that's, that's another thing. A which is a story, isn't it? Social mm-hmm. media. Yeah, exactly. It's so distracting. Yeah. So where people can find you, Jasmine? Um, so with Nava, W-I-T-H-N-A-V-A on Instagram and my website is with Nava. Okay. And LinkedIn, my name. Yeah, and can you just remember oh, and, you know, give me, and also yeah, if, oh, you have a podcast too. If, for 18 to 24 year olds. 
Excellent. So can you just give all the links and I can put them all, you know, uh, in the show notes for people who they want to connect to you, because I'm sure that they can benefit a lot from, you know, your experience working with. And also, it's not just about youth and young adults. I'm sure, you know, parents definitely can, because you're working with parents as well. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because, yeah, because it's just about, you um, it's involved with both parents and youth when we work with young adults or youth, we definitely should involve parents too. So parents who are, you know, our audience also feel free to connect to uh, Jasmine. Um, based on our tradition, we just, I know that we already had a message for youth, but let's just uh, close the whole podcast with one final, inspirational message or sentence or whatever you want to just share with everyone doesn't have to be with you or uh, something that you can just mm. give to the world right now it's a difficult Simpl question isn't it <laughs> simplicity ah oh, that's nice it's a simple thing yeah not don't you can't do everything all at once it's just simple simple things go and have a walk go mm. in nature you know the simple things That's that make nice. you feel good especially for this complicated world now simplicity is something we definitely need so powerful yeah, yeah. that's actually so powerful word to finish the podcast with <laughs> see I, I think i needed it too <laughs> thank no, you so can... much thank you so thank much you. jasmine you know it's actually so nice to connect to someone you know from the other side from uk <laughs> And I know that you're in the morning. I'm actually in Australia and um, we are we are about just going to bed and it's starting the week tomorrow morning. And you have a beautiful Sunday and we will actually get in touch in an, another episode maybe. Uh, just to talk about, you know, yeah, talk about other things more specifically for this group because I definitely uh, feel this group is it's a super important group, you know, that we need to um, definitely give them more attention. Thank you very much. If okay. there is no uh, other thing to share, I'll see you next time. Thank you so much, Naz. Thank you. Bye for now. Bye. Thank you for listening to the podcast from outer wellness to inner wellness. I hope you enjoyed and I hope that brought you some points and benefits for your inner wellness. And I appreciate any comments, feedback, reviews, and your subscription. Thank you.